Welcome to the exciting rebirth of Superstar featuring choose your membership rate as low as just $3 a month. At Superstar, you get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week, unlimited access to special horoscopes, class passes for Synchronicity University, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the Superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there. Fabulous friends, fans, and superstars, welcome to your horoscope for the week of November 14, 2021. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week. Without a doubt, big moves are happening in the sky now. And what an important time it is. This week, fully three rare celestial events are set to take place. One of them involves a lunar eclipse in the sign of Taurus. We haven't seen eclipses in the Taurus-Scorpio axis for a few years now. In fact, it tends to be every seven years or so that the nodes change signs. And even though the nodes haven't technically changed signs just yet, here we are at the first Taurus eclipse, the gateway to the beginning of eclipse season that'll take us into next month. The other very big news is the fact that Venus is going into shadow right around Wednesday, and will very quickly move on to connect in supreme harmony with Uranus. This is one of the planets, along with Pluto, as part of an ongoing dance that is going to be part of the characteristic of this Venus retrograde season that'll take us right into the new year. Now, as far as Venus retrograde season goes, I will have a special horoscope up this week, so be on the lookout for that. I'll focus more in depth on that, though I will talk about that and touch on it today. And the third big event to take place is Mars standing across the sky from Uranus. This tends to happen about once every two years and is always a, not just a light bulb, but it tends to be a lightning moment. Now that can be enlightening or that can be a jolt, but either way, all of us are set for a surprise in at least one area of life. And I'm gonna start there because the area of life that is most lit up is not only because of Mars moving through the sign of Scorpio, but the fact that we're gonna have the Sun and Mercury here as well, making key celestial connections. That is only going to add to the importance of this time. As much as eclipses are very quickly gonna get our attention, that eclipse in the opposite sign of Scorpio, which is Taurus, is gonna get our attention. For the most part, and for most of this week, in many ways, we are looking at things very deeply. We're looking at the more profound consequences of ourselves, of our actions, and we are in an instant understanding what is superficial and what is real. I think that is always part of the higher spiritual understanding of the energy of Scorpio. It's about what is really real, what is under the surface of what looks so beautiful, looks so good, if you look at the energy of Taurus, now Taurus in and of itself is a sign that is ruled by Venus and Venus in her earthly incarnation. I always understand the energy of Venus as ruler of Taurus versus Venus as ruler of Libra. Um, I always associate it with uh, a story, uh, not a story, rather a dialogue uh, that Plato documents in the Symposium, which is Socrates talking about the difference between 
earthly Aphrodite, which is Venus, and celestial Aphrodite. Um, and so it is Socrates that says, uh, celestial Aphrodite is the beauty in higher forms, the kind of beauty we find in thought and in architecture, for example, uh, the beauty of symmetry, the beauty of balance. But it is earthly Aphrodite that is about enjoying the earthly experience, the beauty that we find in each other, that we find in the experience of life, that we find in the experience of incarnation itself. Both are an expression of love. And I would even go so far to say that all signs have their own expression of love, their own expression of beauty, and their own unique beauty. But it is the energy of Taurus that is decidedly embodied. It is decidedly one of looking at a thing and deciding how attractive it is, right? To put very simply. But it is the energy of Scorpio that goes a whole lot deeper that says it can look however it looks, right? It can be fun even. It can be nice even. That's Venus. But what is really below the surface? What's the nitty gritty? What is it that we don't want to see? And there, by acknowledging what is truly at the core, still what other people might reject, might find ugly, we find beauty there. And ultimately, you know, it's said, the cliche is beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well, beauty means different things to different people, yes, but perhaps all of our human experience has its beauty to it. I'm reminded of uh, the ideas of and the thoughts of Ibn Arabi. Now, Ibn Arabi is somebody that I quote from time to time because I actually wrote uh, my graduate dissertation on him. And you can read that on my website. It's called Unity of Being. But Ibn Arabi was a Sufi mystic and philosopher and astrologer. And his understanding of astrology um, made such an impact on me that I did end up writing my, my uh, dissertation on his work. And I do feel like he is the astrologer that has had the greatest impact on my work. And actually, I remember when I was in graduate school, it was really, really hard. It was really brutal. And I sort of made a promise to his spirit. I said, yo, help me get this uh, degree and I will talk about you. And this is one of those moments where it feels appropriate to talk about uh, one of his core ideas. And he actually presents it. And to be fair, he had many ideas, right? He was very prolific. Um, he wrote chapters and verse and pages and pages that have yet to be translated into English. But one of the ideas that he's most known for is what he calls the magnificent breath. And it's this idea that we are not just of the divine, right? What I like to call love and wisdom, what he called God, we're not just of that place, but we are the breath of that that we would call love and wisdom, that I call love and wisdom. And so it was a little essay that he wrote called Whoso Knoweth Thyself. This essay uh, that I came across very synchronistically, very much by happenstance. I just kind of saw it in the stacks in the library and decided to read it because it was a, a small book. 
And reading it, I had this spiritual experience right there in the middle of the stacks and stacks of books. And what he presents in this essay, and the whole idea of the title is, He so knoweth thyself, knoweth thy Lord, or knoweth thy creator. And it's this idea that we cast judgment on our emotions. We cast judgment on the world around us. We like to say that certain feelings and experiences are positive and others are negative. However, every joy, every elation, every sadness, every longing that you experience is another way that the creator itself experiences itself in a way that it would not have had you not been there to experience that exact joy, that exact elation, that exact sadness, that exact bewilderment, that all of it is part of what Ibn Arabi called the magnificent breath. This idea that what we consider source, what we consider the creator, what we consider divine is an energy that is growing, it is expanding, and it breathes, and that we are the breath itself of that very core energy. And when we embrace, or whether or not we embrace it, really, it is all of the human experience that is a part of the expansion of this breath. And in this way, we are not just ourselves, but we are an expression of, we are the lived experience of the divine itself. For us to not be here, for us to not have had that exact emotion is a loss to source, to creative energy. It is a loss to the divine itself. It is a way that God itself would never know itself had you not been there to have that exact emotion, that exact experience. Now that includes the beautiful, the positive, the, the earthly incarnation, right? Enjoying the earthly experience and all that that entails. But the other part of this, the other layer of this is that this also speaks to what otherwise is just under the surface and what's really going on, what otherwise we might struggle to look at, that we want to deny is actually part of ourselves, might actually be part of the divine itself. You know, the ancient Greeks did this incredible thing. Um, they moved through life and they would have an experience or they would have an emotion and they'd say, oh my God, this is such a strong emotion. This is such a strong experience. This must be a God. And in this way, they had many divine energies. They had this understanding of a polytheistic universe in which everything is sacred, in which everything is an expression of some divine energy. Even those things that we cast as negative, there's some divinity playing out there that is connected to it. And in some ways, we can say that if we embrace this idea that whatever we may experience, ultimately, it is connected to source, it is part of the world that we've co-created together, whatever that may be, there's something there that perhaps we can embrace. Now, this, of course, doesn't absolve us of the responsibility uh, to do the work that kindness and compassion towards ourselves and each other takes. There's a reason that so many great spiritual teachers, spiritual mentors have emphasized the need for compassion, 
towards others and towards ourselves have emphasized an understanding that when it is that we dwell in a space of peace, we are then able to be part of the peace in the universe that much more. I think about teachers like the Buddha. I think about Jesus Christ. All of these people in their own way and in their own understanding, using the language and context of their time, have spoken about how powerful it is to prioritize your peace and to consider the barriers to that peace. And that brings me back to Mars opposite Uranus. Ultimately, Mars represents self-knowledge, but it is Scorpio that represents what's really going on. There's something called spiritual bypass, which means that you tell yourself that everything's okay. You believe that your thoughts create your reality, your thoughts determine what you feel, and therefore you're going to tell yourself that everything's great, that everything's okay, instead of understanding that part of the journey, that it is part of a journey. Yes, you tell yourself that everything's great, but then when you feel that maybe it isn't, you don't just push it out of the way and say, no, that doesn't matter, but rather you are willing to look at what's really going on and heal that so that the happiness, the positivity, the joy, the elation you feel, it is that much more genuine because you've done the work of healing. You've done the work that self-honesty sometimes requires. And self-honesty means that we don't lie to ourselves. We do the work so that those things that feel as if they are barriers to our happiness, our fulfillment, that we're willing to look at them, we're willing to sit with them, we're willing to learn from them. And that's where real power can be found. Willing to learn from and understand what's really going on at the core, at the center, at the foundation, even when it's hard, even when it's painful, even when it might be judged as undesirable or negative or ugly. And so here we are, we have got Mars standing across the sky from Uranus and in an instant we may understand and see what's really going on underneath the surface very differently. For some it'll be enlivening and exciting but for many of us it's going to be a shock, it's going to be a surprise to see the reality of a situation with an urgency and a determination and understanding that Something's got to change, and it's got to change right now. Now that you know the truth, now that you see things how they actually are, what are you going to choose? What are you going to embrace? And what are you going to decide maybe doesn't work for you? And so you learn from it. You don't tell yourself that it doesn't exist. Scorpio doesn't allow that. It doesn't allow you to just gloss over it. Because Scorpio is about substance. What's really going on? What is authentic? What is real? Not just what you're telling ourselves. And so we have this rare energy. Once every two years or so, we all get this opportunity to gain insight, to gain understanding, 
with Mars opposite Uranus, but it is less so when Mars is in its home sign of Scorpio, powerful. And of course, Uranus opposite that Mars with Mars and Scorpio. And this is a chance to get honest, even when it's hard, even when it involves what we want to deny is a part of us. Ultimately, that's what projection is, right? And projection is one of those uh, very important layers of understanding Scorpion energy. It is a phenomenon that is, um, and that involves groups of people. This idea that groups of people will take on certain identities depending on uh, their culture, for example, or historical period, cultural context of a particular historical context. And they'll say, this is who we are and this is who we are not. And they know who they are because they say who we are not is who others are. And they'll identify with a group and then project those qualities that they say they are not onto another group. But ultimately, this is so that we don't have to look in the mirror and we can, you know, look at injustices that have taken place throughout history and continue to. Or we can look in the mirror. I would think that looking in the mirror is a lot harder. It's a lot harder because that's where you're going to find all the mechanisms that the psyche has put into place so that it doesn't have to look at what is actually there and what tends to actually be there, what's really underneath the surface, tends to involve feelings that don't feel so good, pain or sadness. And there may be real reasons for that. But to deny that these are a part of the human experience, I think um, it misses out it misses out on the richness that life can be. And so I'm sharing this because chances are a lot of us in some way, I have to say, are going to be triggered. And this is out of nowhere. It's going to feel as if the psyche is stirred. We'll have a moment, you know, we'll be paying attention to one area of life and something will happen and it opens us up in all kinds of ways that were unexpected that don't seem connected. And so, Sensitivities are going to be very high for a lot of us out there, especially as we approach the middle of the week. And yet we are on the precipice. It's almost as if the universe knows this is needed. This surprise, this insight, this understanding is needed so that we can then get to the empowerment of the eclipse. And that brings me to the Taurus eclipse that is set to take place. So when I contrast Scorpio and Taurus, it doesn't mean that Scorpio is real and therefore Taurus is not real. If Scorpio is about substance, Taurus is about the superficial, far from it. Even though I do think that much of our physical experience, uh, it has a quality of illusion to it. There's something illusionary about it. Like, for example, money is a concept, right? I remember my, one of my great spiritual mentors who's passed away now. He passed away a few years back, about 15 years ago. But he was very important to me at a period of time. And a very dear spiritual mentor named Tom John. And Tom used to say, anything over a toonie is just a concept. 
And what he meant was um, you could go to the bank and you could get a mortgage and on paper it looks like you are a millionaire. But what's real is what you can hold, what you can touch, what something is actually made of, the value it actually has. And in Canada, we have this thing called a toonie, which is a $2 coin. And he would say, anything over a toonie, anything other than a toonie is just a concept. It's just digital numbers on your screen or, you know, something that you see in your checkbook back then. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. It was starting to change, but yeah. <laughs> and I always found that to be very profound and it has very far-reaching consequences when you think about it. If anything over a toonie is just a concept, what else might just be a concept? The Matrix 4 is coming out this year. I am so excited. The Matrix 1 is a movie that changed my life. I know a lot of people feel that way, that movie changed their life. I might just talk about it every single week, <laughs> one angle or another, uh, leading up to The Matrix 4. And I'll talk about The Matrix 4 when we get there as well. But it goes to this idea in that movie, there is no spoon, right? This idea that here's this physical thing, that is a spoon. And it isn't that the thing has to change, it is your own perception your own understanding that changes it. So yes, in a way, of course, there's a lot of illusion at play, what the Buddhists called Maya, the illusion that we think is the reality of life. But even that illusion, it reflects something. It reflects an emotion. It reflects an opportunity to learn about ourselves. Accept it, accept whatever your illusion may be, whatever your physical reality may be, it's okay. You can accept it, it's part of the human experience. And that makes it divine and that makes it beautiful. And so you can accept it and at the same time, you can learn from it. Now here's the thing, as part of this incredible world that we've created, that we've co-created together, usually when things are going really well, right? We're not learning a whole lot. Learning means asking questions and questions are valuable. Learning means that we feel that something isn't right. And so we're willing to dig deeper. And so in many ways, this axis, right? It's Taurus and Scorpio that are across the sky from each other. And this axis provides us with a real opportunity to learn from whatever our physical circumstance or physical reality may be, but to accept it in its nitty gritty, to find it beautiful in what it is that we normally don't want to look at. Because there is a beauty there, there is a perfection there. And so we have this Taurus eclipse taking place. It is a earth sign, it is a material sign, and it is trine Jupiter. Jupiter is an energy of transformation, of regeneration, of beginning again. It's an energy very connected to Scorpio because it is the modern ruling planet of Scorpio. And it is this very powerful Plutonian energy. Speaking to that Taurus eclipse, lunar eclipse, that is going to invite us to transform our circumstances in real ways, in ways that change our lived experience. 
in ways that empower us to improve our experience of the earthly incarnation, to find power there, to find empowerment there. You know, one of the great gifts of being a human being, there are many great gifts of being a human being. I think the energy of Taurus itself um, reminds us and invites us to remember what can be so amazing about being a human being. But one of the things is, is that we have free will. We can decide what matters to us. We can focus in on it with all that we have. And we can move our lives in a direction that feels like it's where we're meant to go and it's what we're meant to do. And it can be a very powerful thing to harness the power of focus itself. Now, normally eclipses are a wild card factor, and this is why many people who like to work with celestial energies, whether it's in astro magic or whether it's in setting intentions, uh, advise not to set intentions uh, with eclipses, whether lunar or solar, because ultimately eclipses are about aligning us with the higher will of the soul. Whatever our physical reality may be, ultimately we are here to magnify, to understand the expression of love and wisdom that we are. And that is ultimately a spiritual perspective. And so keeping the spiritual perspective very much at the forefront, still it is very powerful to focus on where we are directing our energy without necessarily telling the universe it has to work out this way. Because sometimes the universe has a better plan than anything you can imagine for yourself. And I think that's part of what eclipses represent. They represent ultimately putting us on the path of yes, greater love and greater wisdom, but really putting us on the path of becoming and being that highest expression of self, of the divine, that the chart represents, according to Ibn Arabi. That's what the chart represents. Putting us on that pathway towards being the full magnification of the magnificent breath that we were meant to be in this lifetime. That's what eclipses grant us. When it's an eclipse in Taurus, it is about the practical lived expression of divine breath. And when it is trine Pluto, things change powerfully. They transform powerfully to the core from the inside out. And with that focus on what is inside, the outside can't help but transform. And with energy like this, so much can transform for the better rather quickly at that, if we trust the divine plan. Now that's the key here. That's, maybe you could say it's a trick, <laughs> but that's part of the universe, right? That's part of the wisdom of the universe is that we're going to have these moments of bewilderment, of uncertainty. We have got the beginning of the week, the sun square Jupiter, the end of the week, Mercury square Jupiter. There's going to be doubt. There's going to be uncertainty. There's going to be questioning. And yet, if we trust, if we surrender, like eclipses ask us to do, 
Well, then we'll find powerful alignments start to happen with our soul purpose, with the higher spiritual journey that the soul desires to take in this lifetime, individually and collectively. And when things change to align us with the soul purpose, the material stuff, it has a way of falling into place a lot more easily. There are times to harness personal power and there are times to kind of get out of the way. And that is a different type of focus in and of itself. And by getting out of the way, I mean, get your ego out of the way. Because sometimes what we think we want is really just trying to placate our ego. And trying to make up for wounds and whom it is that we think we should be because we've believed lies about ourselves. As you are right now, regardless of whatever outcomes, regardless of your income, regardless of what you've achieved, what you've manifested, what you haven't, regardless, as you are right now, you are worthy. Of course, you're worthy and you're beautiful and you're amazing as you are right now, no matter how you judge it. It is you that is an expression of love and wisdom itself. It is you, no matter how you judge your life right now, that is living your part of the magnificent breath. Eclipses make that very clear. They help us to see it. Now, whether we're seeing it from the outside in, in terms of looking at our lived experience, our lived reality, and connecting it to our spiritual lessons from the inside out, Focusing on the spiritual lesson, seeing how the earthly experience starts to fall into place. Either way, you're on the same journey, you're on the same path. Now, Venus retrograde, let me just very quickly say Venus is going into shadow. Again, there's going to be a video this week, special horoscopes coming this week. I hope you absolutely love them. But what I will say is the higher understanding of Venus is do I love person, place, thing, situation? With Venus trine Uranus, chances are our answers will surprise us, but also delight us. There's an expansion of our understanding this week of what we love. And that can be very powerful because ultimately that's about acknowledging and realizing how much love there is available to us, how much love we embody, how much love we are. What I love about this week for us, well, look, there's so much here. What a powerful celestial time it is. I absolutely love that we are entering eclipse season where the veil between the worlds is especially thin. It is at this time that whether you think of it as your higher self or the wisdom of your ancestors, well, those messages come through more clearly in this period of time. But that means listening, not necessarily telling the universe what we think we need to be, but rather listening to a deeper voice, listening for something more profound, more real, more true. Our answers are there. It takes a little bit of willingness. It takes a little bit of finesse. But through the shock and surprise, through the questions and the discomfort will come alignment. If we trust the journey there, as part of every elation comes a sense of disappointment, right? First, there's disappointment. And then because of that disappointment, because of that sadness, because of that uncertainty, 
we become that much more open to what could be. Or even if we're not necessarily open, many times it's like the universe needs to create space so that we can welcome in the new and the next. And whatever is new and next can be so much greater and so much better that if we only realized and knew that, we would have trusted a whole lot sooner. But my life has certainly shown me that again and again. What was so challenging, what was so difficult, what felt like loss ultimately set the stage for wild gains. And that's the kind of week we have here. There are energies here of extremes, yes, but there's also energy here of authenticity, of truth, of love, of acceptance, and of wisdom. If we're willing to recognize it, or at least be willing to be open to seeing where these higher qualities may be, chances are we'll find the messages, the wisdom, and the love everywhere. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here are some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. And of course, if you want to know how this very exciting week is playing out for you in your sign, log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com. As one of my cherished superstars, you get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week for each and every sign for as low as just $3 a month with Choose Your Membership Rate. With Choose Your Membership Rate, you get access to all signs, expanded video scopes each week. And higher tiers get you things like all access passes to classes, consultations with me, so much more. All of this in the superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there at NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Link is in the description below. Synchronicity University, massive events coming up in the brand new year. Big announcements I have for you right now that I'm so excited to share. Of course, my own classes are coming up with the winter 2022 session parts one and two. Boy, is this going to be a very exciting session and it is choose your tuition rate as low as just $5 a class until the end of the year, which is just a few weeks away, if you can believe it. We are rounding the corner of 2021. Well, the classes I'm going to be teaching, there are going to be lots of goddess asteroids we're going to be looking at. Uh, Black Moon Lilith from a whole other perspective, uh, understanding desire, understanding how she moved from being this symbol of independence and celibacy to becoming uh, a symbol of our sexual desire. How did that happen exactly? And what does that mean for us examining the symbol of Black Moon Lilith? I'm going to be looking at that in two classes. We are going to look at Vesta in astrology, goddess asteroid Vesta. We're going to look more at Pallas Athena as well. I've got two classes on the sun in astrology as well. If you can believe I did all the planets, I didn't do the sun. <laughs> and so now we are going to look at the sun and its symbolism in the astrology chart, signs and houses, aspects to the sun. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, we are going to look at the ascendant as well, aspects to the midheaven. And one of my very favorites, a class that I put together, especially for my mom, which is timing your beauty routines uh, to astrological events. And this is going to be really important given that we have Venus retrograde season coming up as well. 
this class is going to take place right around the time that Venus goes direct. So I think it's going to be really exciting, but we are going to look at every type of treatment. Well, I don't know every type because not every single type I necessarily know, but yeah, the key ones and what it involves and what kind of aspects you want to look at in not only in your natal chart, but also, um, general aspects that you may want to examine as well. So I'll show you how it is that I guide my mom when she asks me, what's a good day for me to go get my hair done? What's a good day for me to get such and such beauty treatments? We're going to look at all of it uh, from hairstyles and spa days and facials to tattoos and piercings and cosmetic procedures, uh, plastic surgery, injectables, all of it. Yes, we're going to go there. We're going to look at all of it in terms of understanding astrological timing. So that's a class I'm really excited about, but I'm excited about all of it. That is the winter session of 2022. Classes with me as low as just $5 a class with choose your tuition rate for a very limited time. Link is in the description below. I really look forward to meeting you in class. And a massive announcement, the one and only Stormy Grace just announced on Saturday. So yesterday from the time that this uh, video is being presented to you, Stormy Grace, YouTube astrology superstar, Stormy Grace is coming to Synchronicity University. If you can believe it, I am so, so very excited about this. Stormy Grace really is a star in astrology today, and she is bringing an astrology and business class to Synchronicity University. And boy, is this thorough. Uh, she's going to help you to understand whether it is your business, whether it is your own chart. She's going to help you to understand prosperity, understand success, and understand how to work smarter, not just harder. And so it's this whole idea of astrological timing and understanding your strengths and understanding what it is that you can do that's not only going to be personally fulfilling, but also make sense from a business perspective, what's going to help you to create prosperity in your life. I think it's a wonderful class to be starting the new year with when all of us are going to be engaging in some type of renewal, some type of rebirth. Well, why not a rebirth where it comes to work, where it comes to business? I can personally say I was talking to my students on Saturday and I was saying, you know, how much work um, and career and purpose, how much it can be such an empowering force in the lives of people when it is that you have a dream, you make a plan and you go for it. Well, when it is that you align, you're going for it with astrology. Well, it gives you that much more of an edge to feel as if you're really able to stand out really able to be a star. So I hope that you absolutely love this class with the one and only Stormy Grace, as low as just $5 a class for a limited time only. Link is in the description below or go to synchronicityuniversity.com to take this very special five-week course with Stormy Grace. And announcing a brand new January speaker series at Synchronicity University. I'm so, so excited about this. Some of the most brilliant minds in astrology today are going to be available to you for as low as just $5 a class for a limited time only at synchronicityuniversity.com. So January is going to be jam-packed. Who are some of these incredible speakers? Well, we've got the one and only Alex Trenoweth. Alex Trenoweth recently published a book called Mirror, Mirror, The Astrology of Famous People and the People Who Play Them. And so this class is going to focus on the royal family 
and the Netflix hit show, The Crown. And the actors who are playing these members of the British royal family and looking at their charts, it's going to be absolutely fascinating. She's such a popular teacher. I'm sure you'll absolutely love her, and I hope that you'll join us. Maria Wander is joining us as well, and she has this incredible way of connecting cards, including playing cards, with your chart, helping you to understand what playing cards align with you, your birth date, what planets speak to you uh, in alignment with the playing card. So it's absolutely fascinating. It's another way to understand how to tap into the power of your own chart. And it's a fascinating way of looking at how to approach insights and understanding into self that I think a whole lot of people are going to find really useful. Margaret Gray of Astrology Ireland. Now she is a phenomenon. She's an expert in relationship astrology. In fact, the School of Relationship Astrology, uh, she is a big dog there as well. So she's going to be looking at healing some relationship patterns that maybe don't work for you, looking at the chart to understand how to approach that very healing. So I think this is going to be very powerful when it comes to sinistry relationships. We've also got Soul Jenison. Now, Soul Jenison is a European astrologer. She's absolutely brilliant, and she's going to be teaching on something very popular that actually I touched on just a little smidgen today, which is the Taurus Scorpio axis and the changing of the nodes, which is coming up really soon. By the time we get to January, that's when the nodes are changing, depending on how they're calculated, because the nodes are uh, points in the sky. Uh, they're not physical bodies. And so uh, it is either towards the end of December or beginning of January. That's the time frame we look at when we are considering when the node is changing signs, whether you're using a calculation method called true node or mean node. Uh, but yes, she's going to be exploring what this means for the collective, what this means for us to consider the changing of the nodes into brand new signs and what that means for the soul urge of the collective. I think this is going to be absolutely fascinating. And then we have Darren Starr. Darren is amazing. He is somebody who's been on YouTube. Uh, he is somebody who is so brilliant, and I'm so excited to have him join Synchronicity University, teaching about career and vocation in the astrology chart and helping you to understand your chart from the perspective of understanding your career and what the best career might be for you. So you can see we've got a very exciting January coming up ahead, an incredible speaker series at synchronicityuniversity.com. As long as just $5 a class for a very limited time, link is in the description below or go to synchronicityuniversity.com. And thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your love. I'm so grateful for it. Uh, I'm going to ask you something a little bit unusual. Actually, I did it earlier this year. And boy, are you guys so, so powerful. It, it made such an impact in my life. And I'm so grateful to you. It was earlier this year that I was looking for the perfect place to call home. And I found it. And it was a condo. And because of your, whether you want to call it prayers or affirmations or bursts of positive energy, positive love, uh, I remember when I was feeling like I was in limbo and I asked you for that and it came together rather remarkably. Well, this time I had that condo, but it was technically an Airbnb, so it wasn't really mine and I did reserve it, but through a divine will, let's call it, uh, it is no longer mine and I am 
or I was sad about it, but now I'm hopeful with the eclipses coming up that uh, whatever it is that home is meant to be for me is going to present itself to me. So I'm just being open to the universe. And if you are so inspired to send a burst of positive energy so that I find that home, so I'm not in a hotel in Party Central, listening to sirens, listening to parties going on, although that is fun and it has a beauty of its own. And I'm so, so blessed to have the option and the opportunities. I am looking forward to home. I have a cancer rising. I need to feel I have a home somewhere. And so, yes, if you are inspired to send that positive burst of energy, you guys were there for me before and it meant so much to me. It, it humbled me. It filled me with gratitude. I know how powerful you are. And so if you are so inspired to send that positive energy that I find my perfect home, I would be so very grateful. So thank you. And thank you. Thank you for all of it. Thank you for you being here. I'm so grateful. And thank you again for watching. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.